0: to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you get warm weather ready with quince. Go to quince.com/slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q U I N C E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash goals. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period, where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and It truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls With Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. We are going to be revisiting the episode, What to Get Rid of to Live Your Best Life, this week. We thought this was a fitting episode for this week, and I mean, I'm really interested in re-listening to this. So if you guys have not listened, then I'm excited for you guys to hear because it is a good one. And if you have listened, this was an episode from way, way back, so I think re-listening, you're going to get a lot of good stuff out of it, so I hope you enjoy. And quick little plug before we get into the episode, if you are not already following all of us on Instagram, TikTok, all the places, the podcast accounts are at Girls with Pod for Instagram and TikTok. My accounts are at and Canine for Instagram and TikTok, and Caroline's accounts are at Canine for Instagram and TikTok, so you can head over and type this in Go check us out, give us a follow, or they will all be linked below in the show notes, so you can just click on over and, yeah, enjoy the episode. So, we talk a lot about what to add to your lifestyle, how to build up your lifestyle, and a lot of that is because building a habit, adding a habit, is so much easier than breaking one. That's just the way people work. It does seem backwards. But it's so, that's just the way people work. Like, it's also the more exciting thing to add a habit, to add something to your life than to get rid of things because you have this, like, new exciting challenge in front of you. You're going to add something. But, and the idea with that is if you add in the things that you want to add in, then naturally the things that you don't want or the things you're offsetting by adding that habit in are just going to fizzle out and then it's more sustainable. You're going to stick with it because you didn't like force anything out mm-hmm. and there's this TED talk or this um I've seen a bunch of little clips from TikTok and I've watched a little bit I forget who's saying it but the brain like your human brain cannot comprehend the negative and the example he uses like if I tell you not to think of an elephant you might n- not be thinking of an elephant but you're thinking about not thinking about an elephant you know what I mean like you yeah. can't you can't just think of nothing right? It's still in your head. Like, if you're thinking about not thinking of something, then you're actually thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's still in your head. So, if there's something that you want to get rid of, you end up hyperfixating on getting rid of it, and then you're really just hyperfixating on the thing itself, and that's just not the best way to do it, but there is some benefit to getting rid of things. Just point blank, I'm done with this thing and moving on. The way that I think about it sometimes is if you're adding a bunch of positive things to your life, but you still have these negative things in them, then like what's your net? Like you might be net neutral because you're adding a bunch of positive things, but you still have these negative things dragging you down. And so it doesn't let the positive things kind of be and be as great as they are and take up all of the energy that they're supposed to take. So sometimes, even though we're all about adding all of these great habits, sometimes the first thing that you have to do or the things that you have to do simultaneously is think about what do you need to get rid of? What are those kind of negative things that you need to pull out of your life? And so that's what we want to talk about today. What to get rid of to live your best life. So our first thing to get rid of is limiting beliefs about yourself, about, like, what you're capable of, mm-hmm. about who you, who who you are, are, who you can be. Right. Any type of, like, victim mentality, like we talked about with Nathan in our last episode, a skewed mindset, like, fear of failure even. Every, all of these things can go under limiting beliefs. I think it's the most important thing and, like, the first step of things. Right. That it's, you need like, to the foundation for everything else yeah. that we're gonna talk about or even... Adding things in, yeah, no, it's absolutely the foundation. You can't effectively add habits or parts of yourself into your life if you're having limited, yeah, if you're having limited, confined by this mindset. So what we mean when we say limiting beliefs is maybe looking at other people or what other people are doing, other people's lives, and thinking that could never be me. I could never do that. I'm just not that type of person. Or using that as an excuse, yeah. Or, like, setting a goal for yourself or having something that maybe not you wish you could not truly believing you can yeah, do it. exactly. Right, even if maybe on paper or you're telling yourself, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna set this goal, in the back of your head, you don't really believe you can do it. And it key, doesn't matter if you're capable of it or not. If yeah. in the back of your head you are telling yourself that you can't, you're never gonna be able to. And you know doing something whether you truly believe that you right, can even even or not. Right, even if you don't acknowledge it, like you know, and I know you know, because it's it's this thought that's always in there. Maybe you are telling yourself like, I could never be the person who goes to the gym five days a week. I could never be healthy. That's just not me. Those are the limiting beliefs that you need to throw out because you can't set a positive goal on top of that and expect yourself to reach it if in the back of your mind. Or even in the front of your mind, you're yeah. <laughs> telling yourself, I can't actually do that, that's that's not me. Right, because because even if be. maybe you don't, like, verbally acknowledge it, or you don't, you tell yourself you're not acknowledging it. Like, I know that you know that in the back of your head, you do not truly believe that you're capable of that. Even if you set a goal, if you tell yourself that you can't, you can't. But if you can flip that, and you can tell yourself that you can then you will. And so that's all about the way that you speak to yourself. If you feel those thoughts coming in, throw them out. Like, literally, like, throw them out of your head. Don't pay them any attention when you start to have that self-doubt, because everyone's gonna have moments of self-doubt. You can't, like, sit with them. You can't let them, like, sit and stay there. If you allow them to stay, then they're gonna become true. Right, because everybody is gonna have If you don't, then they're not. Right, and so you need to replace that with a thought of like, who am I to say that I can't do this? Like, I you need to be your own biggest cheerleader and you need to say, actually I can, I can do that, I can be everything that I want to be and do everything that I want to do. And then you start doing it and you start proving to yourself that you can do it, and then you start and slowly truly you believing start it. genuinely believing it. But you can't expect yourself to bring in all these positive things and, and make this positive change in your life if your baseline is having limiting beliefs and self-doubt so that is the first thing that you need to get rid of to live your best life is limiting beliefs about yourself because you don't deserve to be the one putting yourself down right you deserve to be the one bringing yourself up and right your everyone else in the whole wide world is against you like you need to stay for you number two is damaging people and i think this is a really really important one to talk about like we were just talking about the the limiting mentality you can be your biggest fan your number one supporter if you have people around you that are actively trying to tear you down or subliminally in your head placing those limiting beliefs and like giving more fire to them that's damaging we've all heard the thing that you're a product of the five people that you're around the most and you know i think that there's a lot of truth to that because not only do you like kind of pick up some of those people's mannerisms and you're just connected to them in that way but you also get all of their thoughts and you're influenced by how they speak about themselves how they think about themselves and also how they project that onto you and how they make you feel so if you're around a bunch of people who maybe even don't outwardly put limiting beliefs onto you. Maybe they don't say, ugh, like, who are you to think you can do that? You could never do that. Even if they're not outwardly saying those things to you, if that's how they feel about themselves, then it's going to influence how you feel about yourself if you're around people who put themselves down, who have limiting beliefs about themselves obviously, that's going to kind of rub off on the way that you think about yourself. So that's one way. And then it's also the very damaging people who might, in your face, say negative things to you, who might, behind your back, say negative things about you, or who might, you know, do harmful actions, like them leaving you out of things, or, you know, worse. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't or who might like do actually damaging harmful things like and go out of their way to tear you down, like, down or like hurt you or just like make you feel uncomfortable or lesser than anyone who like doesn't bring you up who doesn't hype you up and who like makes you feel worse about yourself that's how you know If you are talking to someone, you're hanging out with someone, and you consistently leave that feeling a little down. Feeling shitty. Feeling so bad. That is somebody who cannot be in your life, because why would you have people who just make you feel bad about yourself in your life? And I get it, because It seems so obvious. It seems so obvious when we're talking about it now, but oh my god, in practice, is it, number one, difficult to even identify or acknowledge? That's the same thing. It could be in the back of your mind. Like, in the back of your mind, you know, it's always kind of bumping around that this person is damaging but number one you never acknowledge it never verbalize it never do anything about it because a lot of the time it can be the same people who are also like the really fun people and sometimes you like have a fun time with them but and, yeah it's the people who is, like the good is really good the bad is really bad or the good may not even be really good but it might like be bringing you something the good like, feels better when or, it's or it not... feels like they're like the popular person and like you you have to be connected with them but that's because the whole like you into other subliminally putting you down. That, that also <laughs> like, but no, that's not worth it. If you're but around people who no. make you feel negative, whether it's putting limiting beliefs on you or whether they're just down on themselves and it rubs off on you, that's something that shouldn't be in your life. Because just like having limiting beliefs and self doubt and negative thoughts about yourself, if other people are pushing those thoughts on you as well, that doesn't help you grow and that doesn't help you bring positive things into your life. If you have These negative things pulling it away. And this is so much easier said than done. It takes a while to realize it, at least for me it does, but it also takes a while or it takes a lot of strength to actually leave that friendship or relationship or whatever it is. That is something you need to do. That is something that you can't balance out by adding more. And I want to be clear because I feel like we do talk about like cutting out negative people and things like that all the time. It doesn't mean like cutting out everyone in your life, right? We're all lucky to... And cutting out seems very like aggressive, just like distancing yourself or moving on from them. Right, but I hope that somewhere in the bubble of family and friends that you you do have some really good positive people, some sort of good support system that you can lean on. So this doesn't mean like completely ostracizing yourself from any everyone i no, don't no, no, like everyone ever but if there are people who make you feel negative about yourself who feel toxic there's then no absolutely reason for them to stay in your they life. gotta go they gotta go so we've gotten rid of some mental barriers we've gotten rid of some toxic people now it's time to get rid of stuff, stuff. and things. <laughs> stuff and things. get rid of your stuff things and stuff things and stuff letter if you will this can be anything like junk drawers if you have a junk drawer i don't even look inside of it just pick it up and throw it in the trash because honestly honestly we all have those like my bedside table at home before we moved here i like totally oh my god no i looked it, in it, was it was so much shit in it. i was looking for chargers for some reason we like always lose it we have like one rotating charger for the house right yeah please tell me that that is a universal experience and not just our family i opened caroline's bedside table drawer seven chargers because I found so many of them because I was cleaning out like we can never keep track of chargers somehow it's always a fight for like chargers right so like don't throw out your chargers but everything <laughs> else just throw it out well what I did like I went through my bedside table literally turned into a junk drawer there were two drawers and on the bottom I had like a bunch of papers old high school notebooks and things like that and then on top I just had like random things and I found what I found was that I had like one little boxes of One little box worth of old photos and things that like were meaningful and that I wanted to keep. Literally everything else could go, so I just dumped it out and because right. If there are things that go in the trash, just throw them out. If there are things that can potentially be donated, like donate them or give them to someone. Because the thing is, when we have drawers and things like that, like there are probably some things in it that could actually be useful for you. Yeah. But when it's crowded with all the clutter. Like, you never touch that. Right, you number one, you don't even, you're never going to use it. And number two, at least for me, I know, like, maybe you don't even realize it, but that just causes a little bit of stress, a little bit of chaos. If the drawer is chaotic, if, like, the things around you physically are chaotic, then you're going to feel, even if you don't realize it, a little bit a on little edge. A cl- little clutter in your environment can equal clutter in your brain. And, I mean, there's so many different types of clutter, so we've junk drawers, like Karen kind was of saying, random old notebooks. Like, like sometimes you keep things. Okay. And you're like, oh, like I'll probably want this later. What am I Be gonna honest. use my high school like history notebook? Like no. I have kept um, my calculus notebook just in case, one day I need to learn calculus again, so that I have all my notes. Right, 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 I've right, lit- right. Like I literally have that, and that's something that I know all the classes I'm taking the like, next <laughs> two years before I graduate, and. I Not li- one is calculus, I literally like, kept done that, though. with that. I threw out other things and I ripped out some of, like, my best calculus notes so that I wouldn't <laughs> have to redo it if I, like, ever needed calculus again in my life. But the thing is, like, you'll never even utilize the good things that are, like, in your environment or your space if you don't even want to get to them because it's just so cluttered with useless things. Mm-hmm. So get rid of useless things, get rid of old things, and sometimes you have to be a little bit like picky with that you know like because you can go through things and then your brain will find reasons that like oh maybe i'll want this i at think some there's point. so many jokes like you could be cleaning out your room and suddenly you're like playing on your little what is the like a like a, a nintendo nin- yes yeah. you're a playing DS. your ds like <laughs> random like, oh, hats on your again. head like you're like you're just like using all the random shit because it is like it's oh my fun God. it's interesting but, like, please accessories like I barely wear accessories I'll have like a couple hats like I love I think that that was when we were moving from our old house that we'd like grown up in into like right before high school our new house throwing and going through all of that stuff that was like one of those moments where you're just like why in the world number one why do I have this I had all my like child toys in the closet right like get rid of it Mm-hmm. but then some you can even just like accumulating in the last year like i bet you've accumulated so much random stuff that maybe was useful at one point but now is not and yeah. will not be useful to you and that's just if you don't need it you don't need it yeah right so decluttering the space around you can really like help you feel better and declutter it just mind. makes you feel a little bit freer it also goes with clothes and i feel like that's such, oh for sure it's so contradictory because like, we all love to shop, we all love to buy new things, but, like, then there are so many things in our closet that we never touch, and it's, like, we buy new things, and then we still just have so many things that we never wear and that we don't like, but, like, we constantly want new, 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 even though we already have so much, and it's just being cluttered. Like, moving back and forth from school or even moving here, because you have to repack your clothes, you know, whenever you move in and out. So, going to and from school every time, like, yeah i haven't worn this shirt in six years but like i'm gonna now's, the, it. Time. now's I'm gonna the time now's the time like it. i'm gonna wear it and like be and then i'm the same three sweatshirts for like yeah yeah exactly like if you haven't worn something in the past like year or so unless it's something like a really special occasion thing like if it's just a basic tank top or t-shirt or something like that and you haven't worn it in a year like you don't like it donate it give so it to donate someone. donate it sell it if it's like something nice if it's falling apart and tattered like throw it out you know where the trash is <laughs> But, and, I, and it's hard because then I feel like the number of times that we've done closet cleanouts is ridiculous and it always feels like No, you know don't what we do? You down. know what we do? Then we're like, I'm going to put this on Depop. And now it's sitting in a bag so in Carolyn's closet. So true. So true. Every time I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sell this on Depop. And you don't realize how much of like an actual project that is to like take all the pictures and upload them and like describe the item. And then when it actually sells and you have to like ship it, it's such a project. And then also if things don't sell, which you know, happens because it's usually, a, it's usually right? a better idea said than done. Then we just have bags of clothes that are, like, listed on Depop that are just, like, sitting in our room, and it's like we, we should probably just donate them <laughs> at some right. point to get them out. But... Because we're not wearing them. If they're in the bag, like, I'm not going to wear it. Mm-hmm. And then I also think that I need to have that mindset, and it's a mindset that I'm starting to take when I buy things as well. It's, like, being more picky when you buy See, things I don't have because, this problem because I don't like shopping, so... Mm-hmm. But everything that you buy is either it's going to become two things. It's going to be a staple or it's going to be something that sits in your closet and you never touch. So think about that when Honestly, you buy something. Honestly, clothes are like the polar extremes. Yeah. Because even if I get a new bathing suit uh-huh. and I'm like, this is my, and I, if I like it, I'm like, I'm, I wear it every day. Like it mm-hmm. is, like I have like three bathing suits that I will literally wear every single day. And then the others I, if you don't like don't it, you touch them. Yeah. Same thing with Like, sweats or... Yeah. Literally anything. Jeans. That is such a... Jeans. Oh, jeans are so difficult. I'll, like, wear a pair of jeans every day for, like, three months straight, and then I'll... if Or whenever I get a new pair, Mm. I'm like, those jeans are out. Like, these are the new ones. And then you just only wear those ones. Or you get a new pair, but then they're not as good as your old ones, then you never even wear the new pair. It's that kind of thing. So taking on the mindset, even when you buy things, is like, do I... Because... We only ever wear our favorite things. Why would you wear... Why would you wear something Like, that's your, not your third favorite. best pair of jeans when you can wear your best pair of jeans? Or why would you wear, like, an okay tank top when you could wear, like, your favorite most flattering tank top, right? Like, we are only gonna wear our favorite things, so only buy the things that feel like your favorite things. And that's right. harder in the moment because when you're shopping for something, you're like, Oh, that's really cute. I could see myself wearing that. But in practice, like, is that gonna become something that is actually, like, part of your wardrobe your staple wardrobe or is it something that is just gonna sit in your closet and that in two years you're gonna have to deal with cleaning out and throwing away or selling Mm -hmm. and also wasting the money that you spent on it true so my mindset has shifted recently to being much more picky about what I buy and being okay with spending a little bit more money on the things that I know I love and that make me feel really good and confident and that I will wear over and over again and our quality and will last all those wears like we have um That's another thing. The stress of like something that's just slightly bad quality, and yeah. you're like, w- when is it gonna go? When is it gonna? When go is it gonna go? Like we have our Levi's ribcage jeans, our our favorite pair of jeans, and also the Abercrombie '90s something we've gotten recently, and we really like those too. Or also with clothes, guys, if it doesn't fit you, you're not you you don't need it. it, and it's not gonna right? be comfortable it's not gonna be comfortable. If something is like a little bit uncomfortable, like jeans that are like one size too small or something but maybe they're like super cute and maybe you can put them on and they look good but they're not comfortable, you're not gonna wear them. I would rather spend more money on the Levi's ribcage jeans that I know I love than pay half price for a pair of jeans that I'm never gonna wear because then I'm not gonna be happy with those. I'm gonna try to buy another pair and then I'm not gonna be happy with those and I'm gonna try to buy another pair and then all of a sudden I have... Three cheap pairs that I don't like, whereas I could have just spent that money on the one good pair that I love and would wear every day and feel good. Right. And it's decluttered and decluttered. you feel better quality in life when you're wearing those things that make you that is just so feel true. good. Jewelry as well. We've kind of started doing that with jewelry, like yeah. buying some good staple gold pieces that I can like wear every day and feel really leveled up instead of... Like investing having, in something yeah. that I can wear to the beach and shower in and not you know yeah and like it's, I literally wear 24 7 and it feels good yeah. and it like instead of just having like and I'm not concerned cons- this one necklace this necklace I literally wear we've had that since middle school since, we've middle, had since school. middle school I've worn it every Chinese day since like character. yeah for like literally six years at this mm-hmm. point I've I wear it in the shower I wear it swimming like all through swim team like I mm-hmm. wear this entire practices. Like I've never taken it off in the ocean, literally everything. It looks just the same as when I got it in the first place. Mm -hmm. So that's another way to declutter your stuff is to be more picky when you buy things so that you don't necessarily have to like declutter and do a clean out later. And you don't feel like you need more things to fill gaps. Like having, now that I've like gotten myself some good staple pieces of jewelry, like I feel so good when I have them on. It's so satisfying and it's like simple and Yeah, and now I don't have the clutter of, like, a hundred different cheap Brandy Melville rings. That you don't even want to wear. That tatter in two days and then just sit in a cluttered pile because they've turned green and I never want to put them on again. And then it's just stuff. It's just stuff to have. There's this one ring. I don't know how much I spent on it, but it was a lot. It was like a good quality ring. It was a good quality ring, and, and like do be turning. It turned really my up. finger green. When you look at the, it like looks a little, no. If you look oh. super closely, but it's like That's it upsetting. must be a flop because I have other stuff from this company and it's not. On a side note, we were walking through Chinatown in Singapore the other night. There was like a little jade jewelry pop up thing, and we each got a jade ring. And I think it's so beautiful. And it actually like wasn't very expensive. It was like very very reasonably priced. But it's like just this thin-ish jade round band and I think it goes so perfectly with like the other gold rings that I have on my fingers and that like it also feels really special to me that it's like, as meaningful well. and I got it in Singapore so I feel like that's something that I'm gonna love too so like meaningful good quality things rather than a clutter of things that you don't that's love like and you a never less feel kind of so I guess the whole the whole point of this point is Things to get rid of to live your best life is a clutter of stuff and replace it with just the good quality, stable things that you love. That just, it makes your mind feel so mm-hmm. cleared and makes you feel better. Number four, which I could talk about forever, is Snapchat. <laughs> but we'll elaborate. Bye. So first it's blanket term, get rid of Snapchat. But like the the motivation behind it is people having access to you and you having infinite access to other people. And we'll get into this. But number one, Snapchat, I don't... I use it for, like, I'll post in my private story just because I don't really have a... Like, that's just my place to, like, share things with my friends directly. I don't use the direct messages because that's just... That's a lot. But, like, oh, my God. Getting rid of streaks. Snapchat streaks is, like, the most freeing thing in the world. And this isn't... Was, no, that was yeah. so... I don't know when the last time I had a streak was. Even, like, by accident. <laughs> but, like, it's just so funny well it's crazy because snapshot i feel like in middle school and like early high school and stuff was just like such an integral part of your life, like every conversation was on Snapchat, and people are just sending selfies back and forth, and you have right. to have these streaks and stuff. And oh my God, when you let that go, because the thing is, I, it, and this doesn't mean delete Snapchat altogether. Like I have Snapchat every once in a while. I like send a funny picture to my friends, or send a picture of something, or like I save something to my memories just for kicks. But right, I like using my memories. I, I go days without opening Snapchat, like or weeks even, like easily. The thing is, if you really want to talk to someone, you're someone who really wants to talk you to you. You probably have their number. You can text them. You can call them or you could absolutely send them a snapchat like a video of you talking or you can send them like a snapchat of something i that do you i share use it with for them. that like if my friends that live in different countries that it's just easier to snapchat than like yeah like if you want to use whatsapp or people that like you don't have their number and you happen to have their snapchat i don't know what scenario that would be in but like i'll use the snap text feature mm. you know I guess the thing to get rid of is not Snapchat. It's not it's Snapchat. Snapchat, Snapchat was just like the funny, it's the funny thing. It's thing. But like number one with this is unnecessary mm. contact and like connection with people online because please how many times have like people that you literally don't know just sent you selfies it's the strangest strange. thing when, so strange. no, when you open your phone it's like snapchat from and then it's a name you've like barely ever heard like maybe you've met them once, once maybe you've never met them and they don't even say something it's just a selfie and i'm like what? what do you want from me what possesses you to be like this is good like yeah no there's okay this is like strange but there's random th- i've had in the past year like random boys from our hometown so, like, like in our high school so, so or not boys. just randomly send me a selfie and I'm like, like we want weren't to... I'm, I'm like we weren't friends we were not school. friends like, and if you want to talk to me like send me a message or something like not right. just a random weird selfie <laughs> like, I like you don't have respond. some if you have something to say <laughs> I think it's so strange so another thing to get rid of to live your best life snapchat streaks and People, random people having the privilege of sending you selfies or getting selfies from you. The privilege. Okay, we'll get into access thing, but there's a a TikTok trend right now. You know, what is the... It's like, you do not have to worry about me. You do not have to worry about (laughs) me. And I've seen so many being like, when... You meet someone for the first time and they ask for your Snapchat instead of your number. You do, you do not, not have, have to worry about. about oh me. my god, I n- will never. If you ask for my Snapchat instead of like something, like I will give, I will happily give you my email over my Snapchat. Like, <laughs> email send me, me a nice email. Send me a <laughs> nightly email recapping your day. Right, but like, what in the world? Anyway, that's I could rant about it. Something that um one of my friends actually brought up and we had such a long conversation about this is people having access to you that's honestly the main reason why like we're talking about snapchat or like random people on instagram following that's the other thing okay following people or having like instagram friends that you genuinely do not know and they don't know you and you likely will never know yeah unless it's like an influencer or somebody like that who's like content you know when you like go to school or like yeah yeah When we got into college, college. everyone just follows everyone. Like, it's the summer before school and everyone's just following a bunch of random people, which is definitely beneficial. Like, that's how I met my roommate. You know, that's how you connect with people and it's a good basis to, like, get started. But now there are a ton of people that show up on my feed and i'm like i've never seen your name before if you don't know someone they don't need to be seeing everything that you do and the people that you're with and vice versa like you don't need to be that's just unless it's simply unnecessary and it causes a lot of like weird stress because you're thinking about what it's weird stress yeah yeah but going to snapchat it's like the concept that like random people add you on snapchat you have like hundreds of friends on snapchat and you probably only have a handful of like really close friends that you like actually want it's really, to be in yeah. conversation where they're sending funny snapchats and things to. So it's just a strange concept that at the s- s- literal snap of their fingers, anybody can just send you a selfie or a picture or a chat. Like anybody- anyone has access to it any given moment, and it is so irritating because you can't really you can't control. Like you can't shut it off. You know what I mean? Obviously, for some purposes, it's great. Like I can think of. I like this morning. I thought my friend in London. I wanted to. Tell her something, mm-hmm. so I sent her a message, and it was like the middle of the night for her. Or so that's great to be able to do that to like actually to stay actually in touch with your close friends. With your right, but if it's and if it's someone that Instagram DMs is useful. Like if you need to get in touch with someone for like a school project or something like that. Instagram, DM Instagram DMs. Instagram DMs. You can Snapchat. DM them, right? And you can fi- like in some ways it's super helpful. To be able to have access to people, the fact that anybody can just just, take a selfie and unsolicitedly send (laughs) that to you, or just like, or or, or even text their mind, like people can just—that's how like cyberbullying starts and stuff, and that's how people can be like mean or rude and also the fact that like yeah. people posting things on their Snapchat stories. I know that's like the worst thing that's such bad flashbacks in high school that at any given moment you're like, you oh, can right. see what everyone else is doing. You see every time that you're left out from something. You see every time that like people There's you a... thought were your friends are doing things right. without you. You see that. And you you shouldn't have to have to see that. And you shouldn't have to give people access to like infiltrate your thoughts in your mind. Right. And your that's life with that. The key point, infiltrating your thoughts in your mind unsolicitedly so our friend that i was talking about who kind of brought this up and started the conversation around this with us one day she just said out of nowhere i think someone had just randomly texted her and she said i hate that people can just text or call you or contact you whenever like people have 24 7 access to you unnecessarily invited access to you if someone does reach out then you dress up you you didn't necessarily right that's okay that's the point i'm trying to like be nice about because it's such a hard concept because number one like who if you want to say something who am I to say you can't right there might but be, at the same time that just causes like it's sometimes it becomes an imposition or something it's just it's just unexpected uninvited access to you. There might be people who if you saw them on the street or at a party or like just out on your college campus or something like that and you saw them like you would be so happy to have a conversation with them or you would wave and say hi to them. But you don't want them to... Right. You don't, don't want to be in right. constant because Snapchat you know, conversation like, with them. That's like a natural progression. That's that's natural. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you don't like somebody. It means that you don't want to be having that, the pressure that you're of not up in up constant to, like, conversation ha- with them. Yes. Constant access, constant availability. Like, there is no break. You give that up, you give more time and energy and peace to yourself. Right. It's literally incredible. But also... Even just like knowing that people can see your social media or knowing that at any given moment someone can connect with you. It opens up space for your thoughts to be consumed by other people. Yeah. And like how you're perceived or how you're connecting with other people. And that's not necessary. Like that takes away from your ability to do literally anything else. So maybe a couple actionable things to do this are if you want to go private on instagram go private on instagram so people don't have all the access right, you to do not your need to like you do not need to but have a thousand followers like at the same time though like if you want to be public and you like want to share your pictures there are settings that you can turn on with like for messages like you can make all of your messages go to requests so that they don't come directly to you people don't see when you open them like things will come up as a request and then you can delete it if you don't want to engage in that conversation rather than opening something and having them see that you saw it and then you have to respond. So there are there are different ways that I think social media apps are trying to limit this constant access to you. So things like going private, changing your settings so that limited people can maybe comment or message you. On Snapchat, I don't know exactly what the settings are but like maybe just unadding just don't open things or unadd a lot of people i did that me too sometimes if people if someone comes up and like posts a story and i catch it and i'm like i don't know you and i don't like mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know the people or the place that you're posting like you're not posting this for me i don't need yeah. to be seeing it then i'll unad it like yeah as it goes naturally. That's a good strategy. Like you don't have to spend an entire day going. You don't through and, like, have to un- be super contacts. intentional about it. You can just. But when you see a story happens. come up and you're like, I will never talk to this person in my life. I really don't need to see what they're doing right and now. And that's I'm. Just, like, I respect what they're doing, but I respectfully, it. respectfully, I don't need Like to see it. you're not you're not sharing this for me. Yeah. Right. Then you cannot add them. Then, but yeah, trying to kind of limit the amount of people who have that constant access to you is really freeing and really gonna make a positive impact but i think one of the before we move on to our next point one of the like key parts about this is goes even deeper when it's not even people's physical ability to access you but it's in your head be like people can be in your head or if there's right just because you have a constant reminder of their name this person exists or sometimes right i catch myself sometimes like with specific people if i'm posting something or sharing something or even like doing something that has no intention of being posted public like sh- or being shared. It's literally just like something I'm doing. I will think through it as how is this person going to perceive that when they are never going to perceive it, right? But I'm like, thinking and sometimes manipulating my actions based on how mm-hmm. other people will think of it do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill rosetta stone is going to help get you there That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to F-L-E-U-R-M-A-R-C-H-E.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. The next thing to get rid of is unrealistic routines and that just means when you are bringing on new habits and you're building routines for yourself they have to be realistic you need to drop like unrealistic habits and unrealistic routines based on your life and to do this you need to look at what your lifestyle is right now start where you are and then bring on habits that kind of surround that that you can naturally progress into instead of just trying to take on an entire routine that is unrealistic for your life and where you are right now because that's setting yourself up for failure right we've talked about this in so many different like routine type episodes or if we have little tangents on routines but if you are not a morning person like there is no need to force yourself to wake up at 6 a.m right like wake up at 8 or 9 a.m. or whenever you need to be up or gradually pull it back Mm -hmm. if you You if you need or want to but like there's no need to force yourself to do something that maybe you can't based on your schedule Mm -hmm. or just is not realistic for you like I know if I am up late or out late more than like one day a week I'm gonna be an absolute shit show and I'm gonna be so unorganized and I'm gonna be so tired and off my game so that's not something that I need to like add into my schedule or my routine. I don't need to force myself to stay out later. Like, I know myself and I know what my routine needs and so I make my routine that way. You also don't need to be the person that wakes up at 6am, does a 10-step skincare routine, journals, does yoga, works out, right D- like g- goes clean to the house every single day right because oh and then it's you 7 a.m need- <laughs> and you've done it all and you're ready to go like you need like, to save room no. for your life and you need to be realistic for like the the space for your job or School some people have or your- Things that you need to do in your life as well as time for you to just exist and do nothing. Like, you need to be realistic with the time that you have and choose to do the things that actually work with that. Like, for me, love working out. Working out is something that I will fit in to most days. A 10-step skincare routine? Absolutely not. Like, not I will wash my face and brush my teeth. Put on a serum and a moisturizer. If that. Like, M- sometimes. Like, my routine is wake up, wash face, brush teeth. You should be that's moisturizing. Okay. <laughs> my like that's it and that's if the I tried to if I you. tried to do every single morning I was like did a 10-step skincare routine number one I would not enjoy it because I just don't like that's for me that's not something that I enjoy enough to consistently put my effort into and I'm gonna crash and burn
1: mm-hmm. unrealistic
0: routine I don't need to do that because the space that someone else may fill with a 10-step skincare routine I fill with stretching and or like cooking breakfast. Right. Those things that are realistic you, and serve right. you. You still have a routine. It's just your routine, not someone else's. Exactly. I am not the person who is going to be able to wake up every morning and do yoga, right? That's not where, that's not what I'm personally drawn to, but what would be more realistic for Once me? Once in a while, I love a good yoga. Yeah. Once in a while, I'll do a 10-step skincare routine. Yeah. Once in a while, I will have those mornings exactly. where I do everything before 7 a.m., but it's once in a while, And right? it's like, unrealistic for me to do that every single day because I totally, like, a good skincare night every every once in a while, I actually really enjoy that, but to force myself to do that every day is not necessarily what I would enjoy and would take the, like, happiness and specialness out of that. For other people and for some of you listening, though, That might be totally what you're drawn to and what you love. That may be what's realistic for you, but you may not be waking up at 7 a.m. and doing a workout first thing in the morning, right? So you you don't have to be the person that does absolutely everything. Pick and choose the things that are realistic for you. Complicated is not always better. And if you do want to build up to that, what seems complicated and overly abundant of a routine, start slow and you'll get there. Like, solidify a routine for you now, and once you're good with that, then you can add something and then repeat the process but right now in this moment you do not need to force yourself to take on more than you can handle. I know an unrealistic routine for me at least right now until I build up for it is telling myself I'm gonna journal every single morning or journal every single night because for me journaling is something that I like find a lot of happiness in when i do it i have just never been able to do it every day so when i tell myself i'm gonna do it every day and then i don't because that's not realistic for me in the moment then i feel like i've failed at this goal and then i stop doing it and right, then i don't but you really haven't because right. you've you've done everything else you need and want and are capable mm-hmm. of doing in that moment at that on that day right this is something that i told somebody who dm'd me the other day when They were upset about taking an unplanned rest day from the gym. And I said, right now, you're looking at that missing one day as a failure instead of looking at your going every other day as a win. So true. Like, who cares if you miss one day once or twice or three times or a hundred times if you're still consistently doing it? every other time so switch your mindset to not look at one missed thing as a failure but to look at everything you do do as a win it's a failure if you look at it and say oh well that's it's over that's it's over right not doing it ever again it's a win if you just keep moving on and number six which carol and i have talked about a lot recently and let me just tell you it gets me heated get rid of fake food and what we mean by that is like processed junk like, consistently eating crap and only eating crap. Yeah. And this doesn't mean, like, we are such big preachers of a balanced diet and a balanced In, like, lifestyle. food freedom vibes. But at the same time, a lot of the time, we're hesitant to, you know, kind of discuss or impose food rules. Because we, and I know a lot of you guys, have experienced, like, extremism with food rules or struggled with that. But this is one that everyone can and should and is beneficial to follow is eat real food exactly right and get rid of fake food real food doesn't mean that like it has to be strict rules and things like that right. like real you food can still doesn't mean you're gonna eat uncooked vegetables and that's it. Grilled like, chicken. And that's it. And, that's and grilled it. chicken's no, great. And love grilled chicken. There's like great. 17 chicken breasts in the fridge mom made so many. <laughs> extra. But you can have balance within real food. Like you can still right. have chocolate. You can still have cake. You can still have ice cream. You can still have all those things. Right. That's the thing that I've come to realize is I I think other people may see how I eat and be like, "Oh my god, like that is so healthy." Like have some freedom like enjoy it like i'm enjoying like i'm so deeply enjoying my food and i look at it and i know how much variety is in it like like we had korean barbecue last night like literally eating everything i look at my food i see all the different micronutrients and the different flavors flavor okay once you start eating real food you get real flavors okay Mm -hmm. and just like the different combinations you can make with the food and the variety of literally everything sweet sour salty like if you're eating fake food to get like a reaction from your mind and body like you can still achieve that same reaction and in better enjoyment and, and fulfillment yeah and sustainably from real whole foods and yeah because when we say real food we mean things that are whole food based like things, things that came from things that you look at and things you're that were like, not made by a machine <laughs> yeah like you things that you look at and you does, can read the ingredients things that you can look at and e- even if it's not just like a raw vegetable with a chicken like you can look at this and you're like you know what it's made of from whole foods right. like you can break it down and you're like that is naturally from vegetables and meats and dairy and fruits and right. whole or grains something and things like that that nuts. make it up. If something is packaged, if you look at the ingredients list and you can pronounce all the names and you can picture all the ingredients, like, mm-hmm. there you go. But I don't... Polysulfate number seven. I don't know if that's a real thing. Just make it <laughs> up. But, like, I do not need to be putting that in my body. Yeah. If you right? read a label and things are, like, so processed, there's so many chemicals, there's so many fillers. And, listen, a lot of people who claim to be, like, healthy, or people who are, like, fitness and stuff like that. Not. They're actually not that healthy because they don't a eat lot real of, like, food. Right, a lot of bodybuilders eat, like, the alternative, like, the alternative version of things. Yeah. If something is, just because something has less calories or is sugar-free... It's it may n- be sugar-free, but those thick. sugars are replaced with chemicals. Like you are better off even vegan meat from a nu- like I'm not a nutritionist, but like not from a sustainability Earth perspective, but from a real food, real food like micronutrient vibes processed perspective. Ground beef over like fake meat beef yeah. vibes. It's real food. One of them has has real ingredients, and the ingredients are beef. cow <laughs> like beef, and one of them has a list of ingredients, some of them being. What did I just say? Like chemicals. Poly, like <laughs> chemicals. Right, one of them is a lot more processed. One of them, it's the alternatives like sugar-free syrups and wait. And I want to, I want to clarify, and Catherine is saying not saying like don't be vegan or anything like that. If you, I had not a stint of vegan. veganism. Like I, we, most, we love our tofu. We love our tempeh. We a lot love of my meals foods. end up. A lot of my meals end up being vegan, but like unintentionally. Yeah. But, but, but what she's right? saying is that a lot of these fake meat products are absolutely fake chemical. I'm talking about shit alternatives, <laughs> like food alternatives, right? Yeah like like the okay so here's a prime example of when we say real food it doesn't it doesn't mean healthy versus unhealthy it means real food versus fake food so pasta real pasta like spaghetti from a box versus the miracle noodles like the one calorie miracle noodles and some people are gonna take those miracle noodles saying there's zero calories this is so healthy that is fake shit nutrients and things that your body needs to be healthy right right so any day take the real pasta over the zero calorie chemical slimy miracle noodle any day you know like real maple syrup versus like sugar-free chemical right I see people so many people who are like into fitness that's why I always think fitness does not necessarily equal equal health because so many people get so caught up in the aesthetics of fitness everything has to be high protein low cal all this that then they're eating those fake noodles you see it so much with girls and guys like the fake noodles they're dumping fake maple syrup on things And I'm like, you're pouring chemicals into your body. Like, Like, just have the real maple syrup. It may have zero calories. It (laughs) may have zero sugar. It may have zero anything. It's not But having zero says it's giving no benefit to your body. And actually, it's kind of doing harm because your body doesn't know how to process the fake shit exactly okay so eat good. real food that was eating healthy and eating real whole foods has become such a such an idea that like in order to do that you have to be on a diet like you, if, oh my god she's eating a cucumber like she's on a diet like oh it's my so god backwards. she's eating whole real foods does not mean that you have to be on a diet like everyone perceives it like in Catherine just said and it's so backwards that like the norm is to eat Processed, roast, fake but, foods right. so that when somebody does just feel good and enjoy when someone eats like a real human, it has to be a diet or it has to be a restricting. And it all had blah, blah, right, and it's not like that. Like you can have so much balance and eat a huge realm of things. But right, you with can real still food. get the sweet. You can still get the less Spicy. healthy. <laughs> right, you can still get the sweet. You can still get the flavors. You can still get the cake or the non-healthy vibes type of food with real food with real food and guess what it's it's going to make you feel so it's much gonna better. It's going to make you feel so much better. And it's going to taste better. Because you're putting actual nutrients and actual things into your body versus literally just pouring chemicals right. into your body. So, so we're, again, we're always so hesitant to talk about food rules because we don't want to fuck with food rules, right? Food rules. This is not food rules. This is, this is you, you deserve to, food. This this is to eat food. This is eat food, this please. This is you deserve to put real things into your body versus fake things. So something to ditch to live your best life is all of the fake things, all of the overprocessed. Gross things, all of the zero calories, zero sugar alternative things that are literally just chemicals in your body. There's zero health. So get rid of those and you're going to feel a heck of a lot better. You know you what? Actually, actually, we're not have done. Actually, actually I have more to say. Cuz another thing that I wanted to make a point of is that a lot of people think that oh, I'm going to look better if I have the zero calorie things because it's it's going to be less calories. You know what? No, no, you're not. Your body does not react well to the chemical Your body is not made for that. Be- your body is made to say, "Holy shit, look at all these micronutrients and I'm going to go put it all into my cells and use it well and my skin is going to look good and it's Gonna, I'm gonna feel good and like my body functions are gonna work properly, and that's how I'm gonna achieve the aesthetic results. Is I'm because that we should make an entire episode on this. But if you put those, yeah, zero... this one, okay, yeah, this one, we're gonna, we actually um, should. Do let me go episode. hit up Ebsco, host, and get you some some sources. Some sources. Okay, <laughs> guys, hold us to this. We're gonna come back and we're gonna do an episode on real food versus fake food and break down how your body actually reacts to all of the chemical zero-calorie fake things, all of the over-processed things. Because if you're thinking that, oh, it's healthier and better for me to have zero-calorie syrup and sugars on things versus the real stuff because it's going to be less calories and you think that that's going to help you burn more fat and things... Your body, no. your body is going to react so negatively to that. You're going to be bloated. You're going to be puffy. Your systems are not going to work well, so you're going to have all these toxins you're be in tired, your body. F- you're going right? to be tired and sluggish, so you're going to expend less energy in the long term. Like, it doesn't actually add up, it's even disgusting. though it seems Next like it's point. going to. And this brings us to our very last point for you. This is kind of like the foundation for a lot of the things that you will do moving forward, and you need to get rid of your need to justify everything for having a reason to do something like you do not always need a definitive thesis essay explaining why you need Mm -hmm. to be doing something like your reason can just be because because i want to because literally just because Mm -hmm. right Sometimes reasons can fuel different goals and certain things like I want to get in a consistent workout routine because I want to be healthier, I want to feel stronger, I want to be less tired in my life. Sometimes reasons can like really fuel things but we're talking every little life decision like I want to go out tonight and I want to hang out with these people why? Just because. Or, I don't want to go out tonight. I actually would rather sit in bed. Right. Why? Literally just because. Literally just because that's what I want. Or, need to, in your head, justify like, things right. to yourself, too. It's right. not it's always. A very, it's a personal thing. Yeah, it's not necessarily having to justify things to other people, but I catch myself sometimes when I think about doing something, then in my head, I'm trying to find a, re- like, does this add up with the other things I'm doing? Does this right. Like, you know, like. A lot of times, if it's, like, rest, and if it's, maybe I just want a break. Right? Then I'm like, well, why do I want, like, why do I need that? Because I have other stuff to do that I could be doing. Like, it's definitely more valuable for me to be doing the other stuff and not just take, like, an hour-long break or go for a walk. Mm. Like, but you know what? I want to go for a walk, so I'm gonna. Why? Just because. because. Because that's what I'm being drawn to right now. Because you don't, oh, even, like, the bigger stuff. I, if it's a big thing, if it's, like, a lifestyle thing. That's a really good point. If it's, like, a lifestyle thing, if you want to start putting energy into your lifestyle or, like, try something out, like, if you want to try a new style of dressing yourself or if you want to try a new... A new style of workout. Style of workout. Like, literally just... That's a huge... That's a really good one. In Boston, like, I went to a Pilates class just because. Yeah. Right? Yesterday. Because, you know what? I could have been like, you know what? This one day, I'm supposed to be squatting and I'm supposed to be, like going for a new weight and like, so going to this Pilates class, does it really help me get to where I need to be? Yeah. So like I want, but I want to, so I'm gonna like, you don't, you don't need to justify everything. Just do it. Like I, my whole life have thought of myself as a runner. When I do cardio, I love to run, whether it's like long distance or intervals or sprints or things like that. Yesterday I wanted to swim. I've seen in captain swimming, I've seen my dad and my mom swimming in the pool. She just wants to be us. And I just wanna be like that. She just but, wants to be but like, But I guess us. I've always like you know, I swam a bit in high school, I swam growing up, but in recent years I haven't been a swimmer. So I've never been like, oh I'm a swimmer, I'm gonna swim. And yesterday I was like, I wanna swim. And then it's like what? My brain automatically tries to justify that or try to have reasons for it and try to almost build a routine out of it. Like if I do. Oh, that's a huge thing. Like you can't only do things, do something once. Like you need to do something for a purpose. Oh yeah. No, this is it. Like if I do something once, then my, my brain goes to like, okay, how do I bring this into who I am? How do I make this a piece of who I am? literally. Literally. Like it's hard to, to just do something once just because, and be like, if I like it, I'll do it again someday. And if I don't like it, I won't do it again. Instead of like, I swam yesterday, and then I had heard about this, like, aquathlon. But someone talked about this swim and run race. I decided to swim yesterday, and then all of a sudden, in my head, I'm like, oh, this is great, because now I can swim every week, and then I can train for the Aquathon. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just being like, I'm not swimming like, right now just I was because. showering, I was showering, and she came into my room, and she, like, knocks on my door, and she yells in, and she's like, how much is a good distance for me to swim like if I want to build up to and I'm <laughs> <laughs> like it was hard for my brain to be like I am just gonna get in the pool to just do and something just because just because I'm being drawn to that and I'm not gonna have any restrictions about it like or I'm not gonna have any like things that I'm forcing myself to do about it I'm just gonna do it just because. And that's something that I think in life we all struggle with because there's th- always this overlying feeling of like, I have to have a purpose with everything I do. And yes, it feels great when something's happening. have Sometimes purpose. It also feels great when, when things some things don't. you just do it just because. That's something I, I feel like this kind of wraps into my thoughts around like meeting new people or new friends. I feel like people always, ha- for me, I always need to see like a long-term purpose with friendships. And I know we talked about this during Podmas, yeah. but like there are different types of friendships. Friendships serve different purposes. Like like my friendship, I'm not going to have the same exact depth and size friendship with every single person. And it doesn't need to be that way. Like I can hang out with someone and I can be friends with someone without a reason. Mm-hmm. Right? Or a need to meet this benchmark or milestone mm-hmm. of friendship. You know, exactly. not everything needs to be biggest and the best. Somebody invites you out. It's your decision in that moment do I feel like I want to go out with them now? Yes or no. You don't have to think. My brain automatically goes to, in 10 years, like, will I be friends with this this person? And if no, then I'm, of course I'm not going to go tonight. Because what's the, right? I feel like that's also in Captain and I with boys as well. It's like, we almost, no, 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 no. Like, no, (laughs) why would I date someone if we're going to break up? that's just let's just cut to the chase exactly it's this thing of like i i almost feel like if i don't feel a hundred percent all in with someone right away i'm like why would i do that and i'm like just because just because in the moment it could be a enjoyable and fun that's why i friend zone every single person yeah but that's and something so horrendous that's something me. that i really want to switch though or be better at is not automatically thinking like oh if I go on one date with this person or if I hang out with this person once or if I like flirt with this person once what does that mean down the line does it mean that I'm gonna have to date them and then eventually break up with them and then blah 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 like don't even let your brain go there. No my mind is just like well this is I've got like two months max in me so let's just let's just, let's just let's just skip because you might not. Like, it's, you have to release in, a, you have to release in a lot of situations. And this is something that in Catherine and I, like, struggle with and are working on ourselves. I have- really hope, um, our friend Anna listens to this episode <laughs> she's and gonna she's be like, so proud of us. She's gonna be so proud of us. You have to release the need to have a purpose or to justify everything. Like, if you want to hang out with someone one day, just you do that just because I love talking about these things because like we're sitting here giving you this advice and we're going through. I actually need to hear it as well. So if you guys want to just like tell it back to me or just make me listen to this part of the episode about every single day until I believe it that'd be really great. That's the special thing about the podcast though, is that as much as there are legitimate things that like we've learned and we can speak on and we can give advice on, there's also also a lot of things things we are currently learning. There's also a lot of things that we're learning and we're trying to figure out right with you guys. And that's what I love about it. So that's definitely a big one is for me is the need to always justify something or have a reason. So, you know, if you want to like, like getting my hair wet. Okay. Like, Going if I want to jump in the pool, I'm always like, oh, but then I have to wash my hair today. And True, then we're is walking past be the we were walking just... home from dinner last night. <laughs> my day, dad passed the pool, whoa. and I was like, oh, let's go swimming. And Karen was like, well, I just washed my hair, so I don't no, know. Maybe that's... I can like wash it tonight, but I mean, I put conditioner in, so I like. Man, I was like, what? No, I like kind of had like a mini freak out. We literally walked by the pool, and Catherine was like, let's go swimming. And I was like, well, I want to, but I washed my hair yesterday, and that would mean I have to wash it again today. And then do I really want to sleep with it wet? My dad's before I go And he goes, whoa. He was like, what are you doing? calm down okay so seven (laughs) points things to get rid of and there are there are totally a lot more and we we kept a lot of these broad like the clutter because there's a lot of things that could go into that there's a lot of separate things you could declutter declutter your life and you know there's a lot of different ways that you could take the getting rid of fake food because that's personal to like what where you're starting and where you want to go the getting rid of unrealistic routines that's kind of a broad area of you know doing a little check of are there unrealistic things that you're asking of yourself right now and it's a lot more freeing if you just let those be and you take on what's realistic for you so there are a lot of these things that we can release to really feel our best Best and feel like we're living our best lives it's not always about bringing things on bringing things on new things but a lot of the time it's releasing mental barriers and physical things that are holding us back from feeling our happiest feeling our best and when we can release those things and feel more free in our day-to-day life then it gives us the space to bring more in when it feels natural and when it feels right so our seven things to recap Number one, a limiting mindset around yourself. So, victim mindset, negative mindset, closed mindset, fears of failure. Everything goes into that limiting belief. Number two, damaging people. Number Next. three, number three, clutter, clutter. junk drawers, clothes that aren't a hundred percent it. Number four is people having access to you. Snapchat. <laughs> and number five is unrealistic routines. Remember, complicated is not always better. Number six, fake food. It's It's actually shit. Like, and number seven, the need to always have a reason. Because a valid reason can be because. 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 Welcome to The The Double double Take. take. Let's get a couple questions in. I just read a question from somebody in our Discord group. We have a Girls With Girls group chat. It's always linked in the show notes. You guys can join. This is where we support each other, hype each other up, ask questions. And so I saw this question yesterday that said, I'm really loving the gym lately and I'm starting to see my body look slimmer, but the scale doesn't show any change. Do you guys think it's since I'm also lifting some weights, it's being replaced by muscle? That's what one friend suggested. I would say that your friend suggested right. I would say your friend is absolutely spot on right on the money because especially since you said you are literally seeing physical changes in your body that's like slimmer and that's if that's your goal if your goal is not to lose weight because the number on the scale and the way that you the look way and that feel you feel are are not always correlated right i have gained weight since the start of my fitness journey like i have lost weight and then i've gained weight again because of dropping fat and then building muscle muscle weighs more than fat by a lot so you could physically look so different and you could weigh the exact same or more based on what you put on for muscle composition it's It's how the number on the scale may be the exact same but your body is completely different because it is the composition has changed and that's why the balance of muscle versus fat has shifted and that's that is like the toned or muscular look like that is what your body's doing. Mm-hmm. To look toned and to lose weight are not the same things because toned means losing fat, but building or maintaining your muscle. And you go about that by doing some weight lifting to engage your muscles by eating enough protein that you're supporting that muscle maintenance or muscle growth. And then through that activity and through nutrition in general, you're burning fat. Whereas losing weight, could mean that you're losing muscle and fat simultaneously that leads to that somewhat skinny fat look that some people complain about you prevent that by making sure you're prioritizing protein in your diet and by having some weightlifting in your routine to engage those muscles so that your body knows i need these muscles i'ma drop fat instead so what you're doing sounds exactly correct if you are happy with the physical and mental changes you're having doesn't really matter what the scale says hi guys first of all thank you for doing this podcast i really enjoy it so i've been doing a workout in the morning and going for a run now and then but i'd really like to start getting into the gym and into lifting i don't know how to start though which exercises how many how long and how many leg days or ab days can you guys give me some tips thank you so much and i love you first of all thank you and we love you too all of this information is in episode five, five. It is literally everything you need to know to get into the gym and be confident and educated mm-hmm. and know your shit getting into it. Yeah, episode five is what you need to do to start your fitness journey. So basically, it will talk you through how to build that routine based on your goals. If you wanna start going to the gym, I would say the first thing to do how many days are you realistically gonna go? Is it four? Is it five? And then from there, you can break down days into different muscle groups. So I would say if it's four days, you could do two lower body days, two upper body days, mix some cardio in there how you would like. But if you are a beginner and you are like serious about it, looking for a routine, I also have a fitness app, Change with Caroline. It's going to be linked in the show notes as always. So you can check that out for, you know, a routine that will be customizable to you and show you how to do every exercise and also talk you through your own fitness journey but episode five we really go into a deep dive into all of that and you'll learn pretty much what you need, you need to, to know, know to get started does anyone have any advice for what to do after night out aka have a slight hangover sleep, sleep, sleep hydrate drink some water i would say that moving will help you if like right like you... get yourself up and doing things if mm-hmm. that means getting up and like going, going for a walk going for a walk like getting for some fresh air can be nice, but if, if you want to like go get food. Go right? grocery shop. I don't know. Shopping. Like do something that kind of gets you out, gets you moving a little bit will kind of get you in a better headspace. But get a good amount of sleep, wake up, hydrate, put some good real food in your body. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, try to get You'll moving move fast. Electrolytes it. too can be helpful. Something like, liquid like IV or like a nun tablet. Hydration something and like nutrients. That. Yeah, will help you with hydration. Hydration and nutrients. Yep. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got some good stuff out of it. Follow us on Instagram at Girls with Goals Pod or our personal Instagrams, Caroline Kaneen and Catherine Kaneen. We're also on TikTok. We're also on YouTube. You guys can find us. I've been upping my TikTok game. Let's just appreciate that. Yes, you have. We both have. But... And but that'll all be like linked in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So if you want to just go click the link, it'll take you right there. Just below this episode, scroll down a little bit. If you want to rate this podcast as well on Spotify or Apple. We appreciate it so much. We very much appreciate you guys taking the extra five seconds to hit that five stars. (laughs) And we will see you next week. Bye. This is the story of the one.